0: Welcome to the Alphanista Experience, where you learn how to embrace the unexpected from faith to relationships affecting black men and women over 40. Here's your host, award-winning author, Marianne Reed. I'm Mary Reed, award-winning author published by St. Martin's Press and founder of Alphanista, a platform for women over 40 and for men over 40 and beyond. Welcome to the Alpha Nista experience, where we talk about everything from faith to relationships that affect men and women over 40, particularly black and blessed. We're going to be talking about the state of black relationships in the public light. And today on my show, um, well, not before we even get to that. I want to tell you that on my show, guests are co-hosts. And our guest today chose this topic, which I cannot wait to chat about. I'm more interested in the public light of it because his idea was to talk about the state of black black relationships in the public light. And so I have a lot of questions. And um, let me tell you a little bit about our guest. So today we have Marlon Brown, co-host of the very popular Too Strong and host of Straight Talk. Did I get that right, Marlon? All right. Marlon, welcome to the Alphanista Experience. What else do you want to tell us about yourself?
1: Um, I'm over 40. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) And I feel it every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, uh, Married, five kids, and um, what I have understood, and have been in the Old dating scene before so I can't understand but of course when I was back then it was a whole mm-hmm. different kettle of fish so that's the only other thing um I do have some experience on that but I'm glad I'm off yes. there to- the the deck. I'll
0: yes. You you're very lucky because these days things are so different. So I want to jump right into this topic, the state of black relationships in the public light. Before, you know, we you just started, you know, the show a few seconds ago, but we were chatting about this proliferation of this black female voice coming on the scene. So tell me a little bit more about what mm-hmm. you're thinking behind this.
1: I've been noticing a trend, and the trend has been towards the um I I guess it's the pimping of the black man um, where they seem to have it that he is the the ATM and uh, the punching bag and the doormat and is expected to like all three statuses that the now current day female are putting him through. Um, He's not supposed to say anything and he can't fight back and he can't talk to them the way he thinks he should talk to them, providing what he's providing. And he needs to be happy about it. And he has to put up with a female who doesn't know when to shut up and when it doesn't know how to put up and does not to put out. So it's like this, they're keeping him in this bubble of, um, do as I say and be happy and shut up about it. And that I think will end up becoming more of a trend. You'll see them start going towards. And this is where that whole passport bros thing came from is they're getting tired Mm -hmm. of being relegated to Mm -hmm. the, the doormat. And, um, I can't blame them. I can't say that I'm mad at them for doing that. They have to look after their mental well being as well. Um, and I'm not quite sure where that even began from outside of the fact that society has told women, and this may be where people get mad at me, that their value is way more than what it actually is. They've been, they've been lied to. So you could be a trash human being. But as long as you're a female and you got something that's not a, a stem on the apple, that somehow is where your value lies. As long as you control that, you control the market. And I don't think that's completely
0: interesting. True okay, so there's a lot there. I want to unpack one of the things you said and you said you didn't know where it came from. And I have an inkling um, if I heard you correctly, um, like this is sort of feels like emasculation and it feels like mm-hmm the man has to be that the everything not only the provider but the doormat that this and the that and and it usually doesn't work that way. If he's the mm-hmm. provider. He's not going to also be the doormat. So I think it comes right. from I want to know what your thought is too. from you know, our culture in this country has been emasculating men for quite some time now like all the way back to the 80s mm-hmm. um, with commercials with men looking quote unquote dumb silly etc. And it hasn't really gone away. It's actually just changed. And I'm wondering what you think, if that could be a part of it. Or where do you think the source is? Because this isn't really new. remember back in the 90s with Biggie and all the, the, the hip hop music was about get money and all of this stuff from guys. So this isn't really brand yeah, new. Yeah. What's so unique about it now?
1: I think it's more a territorial. They want to come back and fight against what was because like you're, t- you're talking about the rap culture, right? Um, When you have a system that says that men are looking for uh, that uh, street Mm -hmm. woman, and they talk to them anyhow they want, call them the B word and put them down. I think what you saw was a few women who have been through that and they put up a resistance and now try and flip the table. Um, Instead of men stepping to those men to try and correct their course, we saw women got mad and flipped the table and said, well, now we're just gonna make sure that men, since they want what we have, we're gonna control the narrative by telling them you can't have it unless this, this, this is met. So you have this, it's like a war where you have half of the people don't wanna give up and the other half don't wanna give up and they just end up button heads and nothing ever gets solved. And the few that leak out that know how to compromise, they end up getting, being happy. Um, So I think part of it is that women have rebelled against that particular culture. And I can't say blame them for rebelling against that culture. But what I find bad is that they went to the exact same spot that they thought Mm -hmm. the man shouldn't be. So they started calling the doing the exact same thing that they say they hated the man for doing. But they want to be revered for doing just that. And I don't get how that's going to solve the problem. It's going to create a secondary problem. And now instead of one, you have two issues that you have to fight um Mm -hmm. i think the biggest cure for all of this is for men to find their rightful voice um so that women can have a reason Mm -hmm. to respect Mm -hmm. them and i think men have lost all semblance of reasons for women to respect them Um, women are indeed looking for a provider they're looking for stability and they're looking for uh, provision um it has been taken on to be, though, that's the only thing that a man is worth. They're not looking for personality anymore. They're not looking for conversation. They're not looking for a connection. And neither is the man. The man is just looking for someone who he can have a physical outlet for. And so we relegated relationship to what benefits me most, not what helps the other person. Mm-hmm. And in turn, it will help me. Uh, I'm not quite sure how you rectify that other than pulling the relationship aspect back under the umbrella of yes. uh, a godly yes. view. I really yes. don't see how any other way mm-hmm. of fixing it. Um, man will always be selfish. Let's just be honest, man. Yeah. Women, selfish. And unless you can have something else that you both focus on that's not yourself.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad work. you mentioned that because as I was listening to you. I thought about that, The what the Bible has to say, the God component, bringing God into the relationship. Because we both have to have someone mm-hmm. we submit to. Um, and that's a whole other topic. But if... I. Th- that's a whole other topic. I'm not even going to go too far into it, but God does need to be the center of it. And unfortunately, we 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 relegated God to that whole submission topic, when there's so much more um, mm-hmm. that can add value and protection in our relationship. Now, I um, hear what you're saying. I'm just going to play devil's advocate a little bit here. Um, so women are 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 raised to to look for providers. And part of that providing is the financial part. Um, And this is from way back in the day, day. Um, However, there was always a balance of being provided for um, receiving and giving and not such just giving sex, which is a very low value today, unfortunately, um but also giving other things that make his life easier whether it's household stuff if he's weak at you know organizing the checkbook she can do that and then it goes back and forth so these days there isn't that kind of balance or traditional gender roles anymore so do you think that has something to do with it and tell me um this is kind of a two-fold question um so let me just let you answer that one do you think um the lack of traditional gender roles has um, um, something to do with this and should they be brought back that that traditional gender role?
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, that I think what people get confused is what is that particular gender role we're talking about? What is the gender Because what we've been told is that man just wants to mm-hmm. control the woman and be the, in the house. Mm-hmm. And that's not what it actually is. What it should be is the man is taking care of what has to take, be taken care of for the home, for the wife, for the kids, either by funds or by having the roof over their head. And when he comes home, what is supposed to be there is an appreciation for that. Because when the man is doing it, he's doing it out of a position of love, not just obligation. So when he provides, he gives the wife what needs to be given to her and she multiplies it. Now it, People continue to say, well, she doesn't have a job. She's a stay at home. Yes. That is the job.
0: <laughs> it is. And that's
1: a massive job in a lot of ways. So it's a. I think it's a much larger role than people want to relegate it to. The, oh, I'm just a housewife. I stay at home. You have to take what the hubby brings home and stretch that across one to five kids at a time. You have to be the one that's initially the disciplinarian until just like it used to be when dad gets home if there's something more that needs to be stepped in and you both communicate about how the kids are raised. Now mm. I can tell you from my dynamic, how it worked. And this is from stuff I learned from men as I met them older than me, learning from their way of doing things. I would work my 14, 15 hour day. Cause I was an electrician for a long time. And when I got home as tired as I was, I checked in to see what it is that she could use help with before taking care of myself. Now, I'm not saying this is what all men should do. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. I'm just Mm -hmm. giving you an example of what I did because I was comfortable doing this. And it was not out because she asked me to. But in the sacrifice that I'm giving in my time and energy, it makes it easier for your spouse to reciprocate. Not all spouses do. But when you have no reason to fight the person because you're getting worked with, it makes the whole dynamic function a whole lot smoother. Hmm. The same way when you have a woman who's contentious regardless of how hard the man works, nothing's going to change at home. Just like if you have a woman that works really hard at home and he comes home and all he can do is scream, you're not going to have a functional home. So regardless of whether you have the headship working out, you know, man, woman, children, if one or the two is stepping into a region of the relationship that's counterintuitive to the relationship, you're not going to have a good time the same that's why i said we bring back the god aspect
0: right so it's um, god man god, woman man. children right mm-hmm. what it's
1: always been what people think the, the dynamic is is man woman children no but it's mm-hmm. not it's god mm-hmm. man woman so when the man looks to the, the god it's easier for the woman to follow the man yes. when the woman follows the man it's easier for the kids to not play both sides against the middle and the house runs like it's supposed to we've gone so far away from that because we've also left god and so when you have the main ingredient left out what do you expect the household to look like it's going to look like mess and that's that's what we are now
0: yes that's where we are now and and i wanted to hear what you had to say because it seems like there's a couple of things out there so you have these loud voices talking about um, high value men and this Mm -hmm. is the money part. This is what we need and he needs to do this and that. Then there's this other group of women that have soft power and talking about softness and being Mm -hmm. feminine and being uh, more softer in their relationship. So they're they're both saying kind of like the opposite. Right. Um, I really feel like there's so much confusion in this relationship space that we're making it way too complex. Mm -hmm. I'd rather defer to more traditional standards from from back in the day um, with God as the head for that clarity and structure that we're missing. What do you think about this high value man now from before you answer I just want to say I think it is important that that women are very clear on what their needs are and um. I I I I like the concept of the high value man. Um, but I don't know if how they're defining it is is proper. Um, do you think it's a good thing to aspire to get? No. Um, okay, why not?
1: <laughs> no. Um a high, what okay, so let's let's like you said, let's define high value. If your emphasis is continually on what you can get, it doesn't matter how soft you are, you're still a punk. Mm. I don't care how nice and sweet and sultry you are. If your whole aim of me being high value is what I make, I don't want anything to do with you, nor should any man want anything. All you're doing is using the softness as a manipulation tool. Mm. That's all you're doing. It's not that you're being soft because you are. You're being soft in order to gain the... You're being Delilah. That's all you're doing is being Delilah. Mm -hmm. Instead of being Jezebel, where you're outright, just straight up mean you're being delighted. You're still mean you're just making it look nice.
0: Yes. And Mm -hmm. and
1: that's still not going to work. Um, a high value man is one that can increase your character. One that will improve you as a person, not money. You can get that with a broke and you can get that with a rich man. Yeah. The money has, in fact, I would venture to say that the high value man they're looking for is not high value. Um, He's more of a destruction portion of their life. He's not gonna gain anything for them. All they're gonna get to show is that I have a trophy. And I didn't participate in the race. I barely ran, but I got it. You're just a participation trophy at that point. Mm -hmm. A high value man is one that will bring quality to your life, will correct you when you're wrong, um, allow you to see the best part of you, allow you to see all of him, and you both can grow together to raise a family that will reflect the same values that you portray. Mm-hmm. That's a high value man, and in 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 that you will also find yourself becoming if you weren't already a high value woman. Um, right. Where is that today? It's rarely seen, and you will see it's, it. It's rarely. It's in, it's in marriages.
0: It's in marriages. Yes. And it's yes. also rarely received because so many women uh, on these platforms you're talking about already think they're high value already. Right. think They've done all the jobs. They've lived in all the places. They've traveled to all the countries. There's nothing else they need but someone t- to be someone's wa- uh, wife. Right, right. And um, and I think there's a lack of self-awareness about how much a man can pour in to your character and to your life in other ways besides finances finances are important i'm not negating that but as you said it's not the only thing um we have a few more minutes left here i just wanted to talk um a little bit more about our age group Mm -hmm. um we have money you know we we've worked you know we like to think that we've saved and we're secure. So we want someone and I, and I say, we not necessarily putting you into this, but just in a collective right, sense of, right. of women in this category and men want someone who can be the same or better than we are. So is that, are we too old to be thinking that way? Should we just focus on, um, take the finances out of the, the, the picture, or should we really stick to, you know, leveling up with that right person. Take it away. Whatever I just asked, do something. With it.
1: Um, OK, so this is where I think most people will disagree with me, and I don't mind that they're disagreeing with me or okay. not. Um, I think we place too much emphasis on what we offer somebody and not what God is in us.
0: And not what God is what?
1: In us you don't want to look at what God is in a person. You just look at the fact that I'm secure and I want somebody just as secure that Mm. will bring value. Um, and I think too many singles are looking for what they consider added value in the wrong location. Okay. So yes, you've worked, you've had your money, you want to travel, that's all fine and dandy. And so now you both are, Financially well off, and you can both travel, and that's all fine and dandy. And then comes a time where you can no longer travel, and your funds are no longer of any constitution to you. It's just a thing you have.
0: Mm.
1: What at that point do you lean back on? Mm. You got nothing. You just have your history of I accomplished something, and I have somebody who also accomplished something, and we did a whole lot with our accomplishments, and now we're sitting in a rocking chair, sitting next to each other and got nothing to say, because we don't have the event to talk about. We don't have the avenues of a a fun place to go to, to talk about, we just Mm -hmm. have each other now. What now? You don't Mm -hmm. even have God to talk about because you never put him as the emphasis. You just had him as something that you do. It was, oh, I'm a Christian relationship. And that's that's never gonna be enough, Um, which is why I don't think at the age of 40, your physical accomplishments should ever trump your relational accomplishments with God and thereby supplant anything that you have to do with your relationship. If I'm looking for a woman, I have to first make sure that my relationship with God is right. Mm -hmm. Then I have to make sure that her relationship is right. And I have to find and make sure that when we both come together, we have the same goals not physically, not monetarily, but spiritually.
0: Mm.
1: Because at the end of the day, that is the only thing that we will have left when my body breaks down and my bank account is empty. I will have nothing else. I will have a zero else. And if that's not the emphasis that you're going into a relationship with, and I get it that not everybody's going to be a, a believer at 40 years old. I'm not. But for those of us who want things to function correctly, because want it, whether we like it or not relationships are a God thing, not a man thing. Right. And if you want it to function the right way, you got to talk to the person who created the thing and tell you how it runs, not how I want it to run. Because if it were up to me, of course I'd want somebody with tons of money. I thought I'd want to make lots of money and go everywhere and do everything. But when I come home and I can no longer do those things, what do I have in common with my wife that is not built on whether I like her or dislike her? Mm-hmm. It has to be something else deeper. And right. if we both have an enamorment with God, we have something that we both can harp on, talk to, about, and talk to with, and not have to worry about a thing. Uh, we won't get there by checking to see how much accomplishments you've had and how much accomplishments I've had. And while that might be something that man will look for, I don't think mm-hmm. it should be the emphasis of anybody that's going into a relationship.
0: No. And Marlon, the way you just said that, I I haven't really heard anyone put it that way, that um, those aspects, those material aspects, those fine aspects, those degrees, those relationships, whatever he's coming into the relationship with, um, the access, whatever, is not is is temporary and is not going to be the burden bearer of the relationship. Like Mm -hmm. he it's very likely like when you get older or whatever, your needs are going to change and so are his needs. And without God at the center, like you said, it's it's just not going to work. So, am I hearing you say? Cause we're going to wrap this up, and I'm going to let you just give anything else you want us to know, or maybe some sound advice for any singles, uh, particularly single women and men out there. Um, are you saying that um, um, that instead of us looking for that guy, that woman, now all the traditional ways using apps and you know, whatever is out there, that working on our relationship with God is the avenue. And what about if you say yes, then what about people who are in great marriages, but don't have a relationship with God?
1: You can always find a relationship with God. <laughs> and that's a good thing. The relationship is always there to be had. Um, hmm. that's, okay. always a, that's always a course corrective action you can take. Uh, that is never something that you can say. Well, it's past. I'm, I'm 40 now. Too late for me to find one a relationship with God. It's too late for my spouse to find. There are people who lived their whole life and never had that relationship, and when they find all of a sudden this feels like they're in a whole new marriage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for the single people, um, if you're familiar with Psalms and you're from or Proverbs, sorry, with the the virtuous woman, right? Yeah. Um, if you look and see what it talks about, it talks about all of the stuff that you are, right? Mm-hmm. The um, you know, she finds and she goes and buys linen and she finds purple and she brings into the store. She takes care of herself. Right. She's what today would be considered a independent woman. Right. But if you look and see exactly what she is doing, she's doing it prior to being found as a wife. But her goal is a wife, not an independent female looking for another independent male.
0: Her children
1: arise and call. She's not looking for accolades from anyone but her husband and her children. That is it. She's not looking for it from anyone else. And her entire day is based on doing something that encourages men to see her as a wife, not a good looking woman or an accomplished. She's not even looking at the accomplishment that she has. Her child is arising and calling her blessed. The men at the gates are doing that because her husband is at the gates talking with the learned men and they see what she's doing. Now he has gotten himself a good wife. Today's relationship is harping too much on what the other person is bringing to the table and right. not what the other person is seeing in you to pick you. Right. But we want the other person somehow to have these 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 things, the qualities that you don't have. Yes. Yes. And that's not that's not fair, first of all, nor is it feasible. So if you're single, male or female, whether you like it or not, if you want this thing to actually work, though, you need to get your relationship with the person that created relationships right first. Get God right. Mm -hmm. When you get God right, he is the one that will end up bringing somebody to you because you will be the virtuous wife one can find and you'll be the husband who will be looking for one. Yeah. But if you're not any of those things, all that you're going to bring yourself is more Uh, a delay and you're going to end up looking for stuff that'll fade and neither one of those will work
0: yes absolutely marlon i think that's the best advice we need right now and anyone listening can get value from um we're running out of time, unfortunately. We have to do a part two to this mm-hmm. because there's I'm so much more to unpack, and maybe we could even get some results for people out there yeah. who are looking to get to that next level in life, um, in marriage, and etc. So, Marlon, I'm gonna leave you. Um, is there anything um, in less than 30 seconds you can tell us that you want us to know? What you're doing? Anything we should look for?
1: Um, if you're not sub to straight talk, please do easy to find. And if you're not sub to too strong, please do that as well. We could use the support.
0: Yes. Yes. All right. Do that. And thank you, Marlon. I will reach out to you again and we will do another follow up to this.
1: Spectacular. All right.
0: Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Alpha Nista experience. Um, Marlon really dropped some gems on us. Um, And I agree with what he said. I think, you know, you, of course, you can get married without having a relationship with God. Of course, you can get married um, without having a relationship with God. But what partner, what kind of partner is that going to bring into your life? Um, What kind of life are you going to have with that person? You may be thinking, oh, well, he's fine. He has this job and, you know, he has this and we're going to be just fine fine we can always do x y and z or when we get married we'll start going to church and stuff and which is all possible you can do that but wouldn't it be a lot easier to start that relationship with god and strengthen that relationship with the lord and that could be anything that could be like with me i like to get up in the mornings and read my bible um i'll just pick a book out of the bible and i'll just read it and it maybe it'll just take me a month to read the the book that i chose and i will take notes and i will let it you know rest on me and see what i'm getting from it some mornings i don't read the bible sometimes i just put out pull out my devotional and i'll just spend 15 minutes instead of an hour and a half you know so it's really about like fitting that in and it's more than that it's also being in fellowship with others who have the same belief, um, who are Christians, Um, and also participating in church, wherever your church is, um, being of value there, or in your community. If you're not into church, finding a great podcast or um, a, a minister or a church on YouTube that you can follow until you find your home church. So there's all kinds of ways to do that. And you don't have to get it right. You don't have to be the perfect, you know, believer, the perfect Christian before you attract your your husband, or you you don't have to be, you know, the perfect Christian to attract your wife. You are in the process. Well, we have not arrived. We're all here now, just doing our best. And with that, I'm going to let you go. Stay tuned um, for another episode of the Alphanista Experience. And make sure you let me know what you think. And if we are set up already for um, ratings and whatnot, give us a five star. And you can always reach out to me and just say hello. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Nista Experience. Join us next time.